Welcome to Connection Conversations, a series where we talk with members of the community, students, faculty, and staff. I'm Sam Leverall. I'm the managing editor, and I'm also podcast director here at the TCC Connection. And today, I'm joined by Rhoda Smetansky. Yes. People have trouble with my name, so I always like to try with somebody else's. So, And you are the assistant professor of ASLE, which is American Sign Language Education. And you're also here to talk specifically about interpreting. Exactly, yeah. Great, so thank you for joining me. I'm very pleased to be here, thanks for having me. (laughs) So we're gonna learn a little bit about your background, if it's in Tulsa, how you came to Tulsa, if not, and how you got involved with interpreting, and how you joined TCC. So do you wanna start with your background? Sure, yeah. Um, I was born and grew up in Illinois. I promise I'm not going to give you a blow-by-blow of my whole life, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's important because that sets the stage. So um, I grew up in Illinois, and when I was 15, my family moved abroad, and at that time, I spoke English only and went through significant culture shock, arriving in Belgium and speaking English and living in a small, ruralish town outside of Brussels, where... I couldn't communicate directly with anyone. That is what gave me an interest in language and culture and communication. We lived there for four years and I learned French and loved it. And then when I was 19, we moved back to the States. Fast forward a few years, I was a student at TCC. So I took the American Sign Language Interpreting Program as a student here and graduated in 2003. How did that mesh well with the different languages? Because it's American Sign Language. Mm-hmm. So just to start, there are different iterations of sign language, exactly. right? Exactly. Yes, there are. Hundreds, actually, mm-hmm. just as there are spoken languages. Good job. That's a common myth that people assume it's international. Yeah. Um, so I didn't learn any sign language when we were in Belgium. Mm-hmm. I, I only learned spoken French. And then um, when we came back to the Midwest... Um, there wasn't a lot of opportunity in French. (laughs) (laughs) And I had already had some exposure to American Sign Language Mm -hmm. um, throughout my high school years and just wanted to learn it. It was like innate in me. I had to Mm -hmm. learn it and um, learned American Sign Language. So it's just another language. Yeah, exactly. So you were a student here at TCC. Mm -hmm. How did you join the staff or faculty? I, so after I graduated TCC, I began a career in interpreting Mm -hmm. here in the Tulsa area. Loved it, loved every part of it. And um, after, after a decade in the field, I was invited back to teach adjunct and Mm -hmm. I did one course and discovered I also love teaching, and at that time, I decided to go to grad school so I would be qualified to become faculty. Do you notice there's a difference between teaching people, like, how to interpret versus just general helping people through interpreting? Yeah, very much so. One really important principle for Mm -hmm. any interpreters is that we are impartial communication facilitators, meaning I don't... And when I'm interpreting, I don't add to the conversation that the two consumers are having. Mm-hmm. It's their conversation. They own the content. And I make sure that they 
understand each other well, um, but I, as the interpreter, don't participate in it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So um, that part of interpreting is really focused work to make sure the consumers are understanding each other, um, and the interpreter has to be really self-disciplined to not get involved. And then on the teaching side of interpreting, suddenly I have a voice and I generate content, get to do that part of communication experience that as an interpreter you don't. So you kind of have to teach the mindset mm-hmm. for your students to have so they're able to provide the service for others. Yeah, a big part of our classes are professionalism. There mm-hmm. are um, There's a whole code of ethics and we start that from the the very beginning courses in the program, Mm -hmm. building that um, philosophical mindset of how to approach your work. And then Mm -hmm. there's the technical aspect of transferring meaning between two languages. So are there some exceptions like, say, performances or art pieces where you have to, you know, you have to be more expressive? Oh, expression is a huge part Mm -hmm. of our work. Every assignment, whether you're interpreting in a doctor's office Mm -hmm or on a stage, Mm -hmm. it's a huge part of the work, yeah. I imagine there's probably a lot of research that also would help Mm -hmm. to do ahead of events or working with people if you can, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, it's always helpful to get any preparation materials, whether it's lyrics to a song or a program Mm -hmm. or a PowerPoint, anything is helpful. So in my department, ASLE, Mm -hmm. We have four majors. There is ASL studies, deaf education, interpreter education, and services to the deaf. So any student taking any of those majors Mm -hmm. will all take ASL one through four. Those are our four language classes. Mm -hmm. And everyone will also take a class called deaf culture and history. Mm -hmm. Because it's very important to know the culture and history of the language you're learning. Yes. Those are the courses everyone takes. And then Mm -hmm. on the interpreting side, students start with Introduction to Interpreting, take Interpreting 1, and hopefully they take that the same semester as they take ASL to English Interpreting 1. In one class, we focus on using English. That's our starting point. Mm -hmm. We find meaning in the English, and then we communicate it into American Sign Language. Mm -hmm. And the other one is vice versa. Watching sign language, finding meaning, and then saying out out loud in spoken English. Yeah, because you need to know both. Yes. Really well. (laughs) Yeah, and it's really different skills. Mm -hmm. Their second semester in the Mm -hmm. program, they do Interpreting 2 and ASL to English Interpreting 2. We have a course called Interpreting in Specialized Settings. Mm -hmm. Um, That one is typically a student favorite. (laughs) You you sample all different settings where an a professional interpreter could work. So you already mentioned performing arts. That's one um, we touch on: interpreting healthcare, mm-hmm. interpreting in education, interpreting in religious settings. Um, would you say business and law too would be very important sometimes? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, we focus on entry level mm-hmm. interpreting settings, and law is for an advanced practitioner okay. with specialized credentials. But taking these will help get you set up in the long run. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's a really fun class. And then um, in their final semester, they take Interpreting 3 mm-hmm. and Internship. All those are available. Mm-hmm. Which ones do you focus on or which ones do you teach directly? I have taught all of them. 
we're a small department, so mm -hmm. we have adjuncts teach some of them, um, but I teach a little bit of everything. Okay, so wherever you're needed, you're able to jump in and help out. And yeah. That just shows how helpful it is to know all the aspects, right? Mm -hmm. So through that program, what degrees or certifications are available? I know there were a couple that were university transfers mm. and a couple were certificates. Do you find students often start here and then transfer into maybe those other programs? Yeah, um, we have kind of a 50-50 mix, mm -hmm. I would say. I don't have hard data on it, but we have a lot of non-traditional students who already have undergraduate degrees from university mm -hmm. and a career in something else. And as adults, they're deciding they want a new career mm -hmm. and they're coming to TCC looking for that. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I had a dollar for every time someone says, I've always wanted to know sign language. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear that all the time. Yeah. And here's your chance to, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so our certificate, that's a mm -hmm. perfect option for those students. Because they already have the degree. Mm -hmm. They just need to learn the specialized skill. Okay. Um, and then we have traditional students coming straight out of high school, mm -hmm. um, seeking an associate's degree. Um, and when I advise students, I encourage everyone to do long-term planning mm -hmm. and to look for transfer to university. Mm -hmm. um, that's uh, a big step for working toward national certification mm -hmm. um, to even take the national exam for interpreters, American Sign Language English interpreters, you are required to have a bachelor's degree mm -hmm. first. Okay. Okay. So for, um, say like the internship, mm -hmm. Um, you do a lot of it here in Tulsa, right? There's yeah. opportunities here in Tulsa to use interpreting in ASL in general. Mm -hmm. um, what are maybe some examples mm -hmm. that students have done in the past? Yeah, um, we have students um, right now interning with Tulsa Public Schools, mm -hmm. with some local churches, um, and a big part of the work is interpreting with agencies. Mm -hmm. um, there are several in the state and agencies will send interpreters on appointments anywhere humans communicate. So mm -hmm. a lot of medical appointments, um, deaf patients seeing their primary care physicians or um, special treatments, um, a lot of job training type things, mm -hmm. um, just a huge variety. <laughs> So no matter your interest, if, you know, you can use the skill, no matter your interest, you can go anywhere and you can use it, right? Yeah, that's one thing that is really attractive about the career to mm -hmm. a lot of people. I have a colleague who, um, he interpreted on cruise ships a lot. Um, one part of our internship is students going and doing observation hours at a local video relay call center. Mm -hmm. So um, deaf people who want to make a phone call can do so through the relay company and uh, their phone call is interpreted. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's a really fun thing to see. And again, you just get an incredible variety of phone calls that interpreters interpret. Mm -hmm. Great. So outside of those courses, what are some other, do you have any other programs or projects that you do or... Um, I know there's some nights that, you know, the students will go out and meet somewhere. What are some examples of those? Yeah, um, our department has an ASL club. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and they host uh, ASL social events. They're open to the community, mm -hmm. and we invite the deaf community to come in, and it's a really sweet time for people to connect and mm -hmm. an opportunity for beginning signers to be in a safe place where they can mm -hmm. practice and it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of that forgiving, uh, comfortable environment to just learn, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to, to communicate. I mean, think about language acquisition as it happens naturally with children. Mm -hmm. They make tons of mistakes. And yeah. as second language learners, we do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So the ASL club is awesome place for students to grow and to start flourishing in their use of the language. Um, and then there are lots of community events. Um, we host an interpreting lecture series, mm -hmm. and that is designed for community interpreters who are already certified working to come to TCC. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of students come back for that. Mm -hmm. Um, to get their professional development and to get specialized training and then our students can meet and network with working professionals mm -hmm. so that's a really fun event another fun thing coming up is in May mm -hmm. um, my colleague Glenna Cooper is going to lead a, an, an international trip and students are going to go use American Sign Language mm -hmm. in France and oh, that's gonna great. go to Paris yeah yeah yeah, so that's a fun project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I actually, uh, I've talked with Dr. Price, who mm -hmm. runs a Global Learning, and he said one of the trips that he probably learned the most about was one of those trips. Awesome. And She's done several. Yeah, and it's great. And I also saw she did the TED Talk mm -hmm. um, last year, the year before, mm -hmm. which is really great. So mm -hmm. there are plenty of opportunities, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so beyond your classes, what are some other things you're hoping to see in Tulsa as far as like the um, interpreting community, as far as like growing, maybe more services? Do you see places we could use more interpreters? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we need more interpreters mm -hmm. in Tulsa specifically, which is great news for students who are interested in studying interpreting. Mm -hmm. the, the job market is ready for them. Yeah. Um, I'm told that there are interpreting assignments left unfilled daily right now mm -hmm. in Tulsa, which means members of our community not having the access they should have. Yeah, there's a need for sure. And right here, so it's as easy as, you know, you do the classes, you get certified, and then your job can be right down the street. Mm -hmm. It's right here. Mm -hmm. So, And um, there are lots of opportunities for part-time work. Mm -hmm and full-time work so because people there are people need interpreting all times of the day <laughs> all, all days times of the week of the night. there you go yeah beyond classes you do have service learning mm -hmm. so what is service learning for interpreters excellent mm -hmm. so we have actually let me back up for a second we have it embedded in some of our courses mm -hmm. some of it's not um but service learning is a high impact learning practice and mm -hmm. it's shown <laughs> it's used throughout the college a lot of disciplines are using it mm -hmm. but it's shown to uh, support true learning and transformational learning mm -hmm. so um, we look for places that our students can truly contribute to the community yeah. while at the same time mastering their course course learning outcomes so um, Right now I have students doing a translation project with a local agency, mm -hmm. um, but it looks different every semester depending on what needs are. Mm -hmm. 
And one of the beautiful parts about it for interpreting specifically is um, having a, in doing a service learning project, I can provide my students with an actual audience for their work. Mm-hmm. And um, they say, they share how much it increases their motivation mm-hmm. um, to have a true audience. And it's now, instead of being a classroom exercise, which is important, it's mm-hmm. now an authentic interpreting assignment mm-hmm. or translation assignment where, um, like I said, they have a real audience. And, and that's important for interpreting because we're always making decisions about what things mean mm-hmm. and without things being in context we have to do a lot of inference to figure out mm-hmm. what they mean yeah because you can't always do research yeah <laughs> a lot of it's on the spot in the moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if the same sentence is said in a persuasive way in a business meeting and that sentence is said in um uh, for your information way in a classroom, it would be interpreted very, very differently. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome because it's win-win for everybody. It's mm-hmm. win for the community. It's win for the students. So more than just interpreting what or translating what is being said, um, it's also very much reading the reception of the audience, right? Like reading mm-hmm. the room, seeing, mm-hmm. you know, observing um, how it's being received, right? Yeah. So if, um, if I'm interpreting and either of my, either of the consumers I'm working with have a puzzled expression on their face, I can recognize, oh, maybe communication isn't being mm-hmm. transferred here and I can make adjustments to yeah. how I'm interpreting. See if it's the way you interpreted or see if it's just the way it was originally phrased or, mm-hmm. right. And if someone's nodding along and and indicating that they've got it, then I know we're good. Yeah. (laughs) We can move on. Yeah. (laughs) So if somebody maybe took ASL a while ago Mm -hmm. and they want to, they want to get their certification for interpreting, TCC would be a great chance for them to really develop those skills again, Mm -hmm. relearn maybe some things they've forgotten, right? For sure. And we have a lot of students who have that exact story who Mm -hmm. come back to us for, fine-tuning or yeah just refreshing their skills so to actually get that certification to be able to say oh I can do this on in an official capacity exactly you know just to remind everybody the whole program um, for ASLE is ASL studies deaf education service to deaf and interpreter education Mm -hmm. so if they want to find out more info about the program or specifically about interpreting how is the best way for them to do that uh, we have one email address, and uh, anyone who emails that address, it will go to um, all of the full-time faculty mm-hmm. in the department, and whoever can best field the question hops on and answers. Great. So that's A-S-L-E mm-hmm. at tulsacc.edu. Oh, that makes it easy, doesn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> Great. And is there a specific campus that either the program is based at or you're based at? My office, I, I office out of Northeast Campus, mm-hmm. but we have ASL1 on all campuses. And then ASL2 students can take at either Southeast or Northeast. Mm-hmm. Anything beyond that, ASL3 and 4 are up at Northeast. Okay. 
that deaf culture and history class I mentioned before, mm-hmm. that is also offered online. Great. So um, there's opportunities no matter where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. And um, students who aren't taking a major with us mm-hmm. can take that class. I don't know what it would fit for for everyone's degree map you'd have to work with your academic counselor Mm -hmm. but we've had a lot of students from other disciplines take it for um, some kind of a controlled elective Mm -hmm. because it's it's another skill that will only be helpful right Mm -hmm. it can't hurt it can only help and that class you don't need to know asl Mm -hmm. to be in the class make sure you check out the classes thank you for joining me today it's been lovely talking to you um and you are Rhoda Smytanski, mm-hmm. and Assistant Professor of ASLE, and I'm Sam here at the TCC Connection, and thank you. Thanks. Thanks.